0: It is Wednesday, October 28th, 2020, and you are listening to the Federalist Forum, a constitutional think tank for every patriotic American. Today on the Federalist Forum, I'm going to detail what to expect with next week's election and the actions that you can take right now to prepare yourself. That and more coming up next on the Federalist Forum. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Federalist Forum. I'm your host, Tom. Thank you for tuning into the podcast that's become a popular resource for conservative truth and action. The podcast that doesn't sacrifice substance for sensationalism. I'm going to start today much the same as my last podcast by briefly appealing to all of you out there to be conscientious of what you share and who you follow on social media. Uh, Unfortunately, there are so many troll accounts out there. Most are harmless and just exist to banter with people and mix it up a bit. And while they can be annoying, they truly are harmless. Uh, the ones to watch out for are the bigger accounts, who have deceptively lured people in under the guise of false information, either for selfish attention or in a more sickening effort to profit off of their intentional malice. Now, I'll give you an example of one such account that I've been watching for quite a while on Parler. You know, Again, I talk about Parlor quite a bit, uh, but I really appeal to those of you out here that are really stuck in the Twitter universe and Facebook universe to create a parlor account. Eventually, you're probably going to be banned from the other two. Uh and Parlor is truly a place of free speech. It, it does not uh they don't store your data. There's no ads everywhere. There's no fact-checking. It's just a it's a really great medium to have discussion. It's a it's a true community, really. It's a, it's a network, it's a community environment of people having conversations. It's a very different feel. Uh, but once you get in, you get used to it. Uh, it's it's really great. But even there, there are some accounts that you have to be care of, careful of. And one that I want to talk about today goes by the name of Alex Jungle View. All one word is the screen name. Alex Jungle View. Um, operating under the handle of at Alex Luna Viewer. Now this account has nearly 30,000 followers but it continually panders panders for shares to their website, which they say supports the movement to save our children, the common hashtag used uh, by people against pedophilia and sex trafficking. Well, after watching this account for months and digging through their website extensively, uh, there is nothing anywhere that has to do with the movement uh, to bring attention to or stop child sex trafficking. In fact, the website only appears to sell very shoddy, low-end, electronic devices at outrageous prices profess to protect you from cell phone pollution. It's a gimmick. You now There isn't a single mention of the Save the Children cause on their website. And none of their articles or website blogs mention the topic at all. Not even once. There's nothing on there to indicate that they donate anything or support anything to them at all. It appears that this account is just exploiting the trafficking of children for profits it's disgusting to me and if you're on there you can judge for yourself i always recommend people do even though i spend a considerable amount of time researching what i share check it out for yourself i i think it's low it's it's frightening to me how many people blindly sh- uh, you know follow accounts like that uh, that eventually just take advantage of them and they use those numbers to in turn make a profit it's it's really sick especially when you consider that they're doing this under the guise of uh you know traffic children so Okay, enough of that public service announcement for today. I just want you to be aware of who you're following and who they support, or in this case, who they don't support but claim to for profits. Uh, that account is likely a Chinese scam account. Now on to some really important stuff today. Preparing for next week's elections and the lawlessness that is likely to ensue, especially with a Trump victory. If you haven't done so already... Now is the time to establish a plan and have a very serious discussion about it, especially with your kids. Let me preface everything else I'm about to say today with the fact that I am not trying to create hysteria. In fact, I am appealing to the very opposite of that. I'm asking for your calm and hope that today's show will help you achieve that. Preparedness isn't panic. It's an act of self-preservation. It's prudent. If you're able to next week, especially on election day and the day after, but absolutely the entire week... I would recommend being home or someplace you can safely lock down quickly if necessary, especially if you are in a populated area of one of America's big cities. Now, keep your kids home with you. Or if you're in an area that you feel is highly vulnerable or prone to violence or problems, you may consider having them stay with a relative or close friend in a more rural area just as a precaution. Now, you and your children should have the same list of emergency contacts. And be sure that those contacts all know that you and your family are using them as such so there's no confusion if any of you were to call them at any hour of the day. I recommend having multiple contact numbers for multiple people in multiple areas and memorize them as much as possible. If you're stuck somewhere and the police cannot get to you because it's very possible they could be overwhelmed next week. Um, It's comforting to know that you have people that you can count on for help. And and where you're able to, please consider being that safe haven for others important to you. Be that contact for those that might need someplace to go or might need somebody to help them out. You know, also, have a plan to lock down. Now is the time to make sure that all of your doors and windows can be locked or secured in some way, that you, you have the goods that you might need to be in the house for a week. This should be nothing new after having gone through this with the pandemic, but now, things have loosened up a little bit in some areas. It's important to be able to know that you can lock your house down. Have a fire extinguisher in the house. Consider having a garden hose close by with a fitting for your laundry tub or sink that it could connect to in the event something flaming comes through your window. I know this sounds extreme and let's all hope that we don't have to deal with anything of that magnitude. But it's not impossible and I'm just trying to get you to think of simple and effective ways to protect yourself and your home with things you already have. And things that are close by. You know, We watched as mobs threw rocks through the windows of homes in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. We've all s- you know, watched them start businesses on fire in Kenosha, Minneapolis, Philadelphia, Chicago, and so many more places. We've watched them swarm into restaurants to harass and attack patrons and overturn tables. These are all behaviors that they've already demonstrated. So be prepared. Being out to dinner on Tuesday night next week would be a very bad choice in, in my opinion. You know, if, if you don't believe it's safe for you to stay where you are next week, have a plan to bug out. Or even if you believe it's safe, but it could pop off and get ugly near you, you should still always have a plan to bug out. You should map this out ahead of time and even drive the most immediate routes for at least a few miles to make sure there isn't construction or any other obstructions that may impede your progress out. Again, have multiple routes avoid main highways and city streets and popular areas as much as possible. Have a fire extinguisher in your car for safety um, if, God forbid, something flaming comes into your car, or to use it as a hasty weapon. I mean, the chemical agent can be used, and it's also a blunt object to strike someone with if you're being attacked. You know, We've all seen the dozens of videos of these animals, these anarchists, surrounding people's cars and trying to drag them out. Try to avoid traveling in any area that is likely to happen, but always be prepared for it to happen anywhere. Pepper spray is another thing. That is legal in all 50 states. Now, every state has different laws. Some don't have any. But it's generally legal for anyone to carry, even teenagers. And, and I bring this up because, in fact, I recommend that your teenagers have some if you feel they are responsible enough for it. Be familiar with the laws in your state. Now, in most states, you have to be 18 to purchase it. But teens can possess it uh, if it was given to them by their parent or legal guardian. Again, check the laws in your area. But buy extra so that you can practice deploying it with them. This stuff is not expensive. You know, Choose an open area outdoors and aim downwind of course. Don't assume that you or they will just know how to deploy it under the stress of a quickly evolving situation. Things rapidly deteriorate and progress and all dispensers are different and muscle memory is very important. And never ever use it aggressively. As with any weapon, it is a tool of self-defense. Using it aggressively would be assault, and that is illegal. And then it also puts you in danger of retaliation from someone who else claiming defense, potentially with a weapon. So you want to be very careful that it's used only in defense. Uh, Of course, if you can carry a firearm, that is ideal. But many aren't able to, obviously, especially teenagers. So I think it's important that they have the tools to defend themselves, especially next week. And if they were going to be venturing out to work or elsewhere to friends... Give them a sense of protection and confidence. It doesn't hurt. But again, check the laws in your state and make sure that if they do have it, where they carry it, they're able to. Obviously, it, on school grounds, is, is not legal. You can't have it there. So um, you just want to be really careful with that kind of stuff. You know, unfortunately, we are living through a time when the chances are greater that our kids might encounter civil unrest or even an active shooter than the chances they will ever encounter a fire or severe, severe weather. It is your responsibility as a parent to make sure they have the tools to navigate that chaos, just as we give them the tools to understand how to react in the event of severe weather or a fire someplace. Establish predetermined procedures for meeting with your family, friends. You know, Pooling your resources and combining efforts with people you trust will significantly improve your chances of staying safe during any unrest. In serious civil unrest, it may be difficult to make a call, especially on a cell phone. Even text messages often will not go through right away on overloaded networks. So make sure your plan does not necessarily require using a phone or it has an alternative that doesn't require using a phone. To help you establish a plan, you may consider the Red Cross Emergency App. Although it's not necessarily specific to civil unrest, the, the app offers a feature to establish predetermined meeting places in case of an emergency and activate family safe features to notify loved ones and check on their safety. It could be a big help. It's an app that you should really take advantage of. Prepare a get-home bag, really. A lot of people think of a bug-out bag, but prepare a get-home bag to keep in your car if you're out. And keep it in your vehicle. Most people spend the majority of their you know, waking hours outside of their homes, typically outside of this pandemic, which means that if something civil pops off, you're likely going to be miles away from your supplies. A well-stocked bag will ensure that you can get home safely. The essentials for this bags. It could be really anything, but normally recommend food, water, a change of clothes, comfortable footwear. You know, you don't want to walk a mile in heels if you have to be in them. You know, a wind-up AM, FM radio, flashlight, small first aid kit, an emergency whistle, maybe a, a paper map, a list of emergency contacts in case your phone dies and you can't get into that, an extra cell phone charger, prescription medication for at least 24 hours. Now, those are some basic things to consider. Uh, It doesn't take much to put a bag like that together. It's relatively inexpensive and most things you already have around your house. If you have a smartphone, download a police scanner application or simply follow them on their social media sites. Since the police are your best resource for relatively accurate information during a case of civil disorder, receiving periodic updates regarding developments is vital to avoid affected areas and to choosing routes where the situation has been resolved or is clear for you to pass safely you can also check your county or city's website to sign up for notify uh, to be notified or alerted if they have an electronic notification system that will send you text or emails as situations develop invest in a first aid kit if you do not have one with sufficient medical supplies remedies yeah, you know, and for your prescription drugs as well the bare essentials recommended by many places include two pairs of latex or other sterile gloves Sterile dressings to stop bleeding, cleansing agents, soap, antibiotic towelettes, antibiotic ointments, burn ointments, adhesive bandages in a variety of sizes, eye wash solutions, and just general things like that. But make sure you have prescription medications with that as well. Inhalers are something to consider. A lot of people that are asthmatic, but may not, you know, have a type of asthma that is really brought on mostly by stressful situations. Maybe they go about their normal day, they don't normally deal with stress, so it's not something they have right on them all of the time. Well, next week might be a time to make sure that you have that inhaler with you if you think it could be a problem. Um, Have plenty of cash and small bills and change. In a a chaotic situation, ATMs and banks may be closed or inoperable. Accumulate goods for barter. When the stores are closed or the supermarket hardware store shelves are empty, You may need to get supplies from others that you may not have anticipated. Hence, it's important to have high demand goods to trade, such as food, water, and batteries, and uh, we found out how important toilet paper was. So I'm not suggesting we go out and raid the shelves of that too, but just consider other ways of working with your neighbors that you all have the resources that you need. And it may be trading apples for oranges, you know, if you know what I mean. So um, keep your gas tanks full. In the case of an event, you may be stuck in traffic for hours. And possibly run out of gas. The rule of thumb is to never let your tank fall below half uh, half tank during emergency situations. You know your personal or business property or assets might be damaged as well. So just make sure that your insurance, you have adequate insurance that that's up to date. Consider consulting with your insurance company to ensure that your various policies cover civil unrest. uh, You know related damages or losses. As many found out in Kenosha, their policies didn't. And now they're in a real bind to figure out how they're going to get things taken care of you know if you find yourself in the middle of civil unrest you're out and about and this pops off in the city right around you your priority is to get out of there as quickly and safely as possible you don't want to attract attention if you're on foot refrain from wearing or having anything visible that may look valuable you never want to become a you know an attractive target if you are caught in the chaos there's a chance that you could be confronted and threatened your initial inclination might be to engage in a physical, physical or verbal conversation. However, your most prudent choice is always to de-escalate the situation, especially if you don't, you know, you don't know what the situation is around you and how many people around you might be armed or mean to intend you harm. And let's face it, we all want to be tough, and we all feel we can take on just about anybody. But in numbers, it's problematic quickly. So try to. Stay calm, respond clearly, obey any police commands, and make every attempt to leave peacefully. Get home as safe and fast as you can. In in recent years, numerous civil unrests have lasted for several days. The easiest way to mitigate this threat is to get home as quickly and safely as possible. You should stock enough food, water, and other supplies to ride out the worst of it. Do not go out to buy more supplies in the middle of this. There could be a mad rush of people to the nearest store to buy supplies and fuel. Typically, stores sell out extremely quickly of these things and it is very common for violence to occur as people fight over resources you should already have your supplies to avoid this scenario don't forget i've said it talked about children a lot but don't forget about children elderly and your pets they may become fearful and panicked and anxiety some, you know during this as well still away some supplies and comfort items for them as well pets have their food or treats as well as medication on hand for children. Don't forget to have the extra things that you might need, especially for young ones, diapers, formula, if they're older, their favorite food and toys. Just don't forget about that. And don't forget about elderly neighbors and relatives. A simple phone call um, to check on their welfare is probably very much appreciated by them. Uh, people in those situations um, where they feel more vulnerable are likely going to be more anxious. Uh, so the more we can comfort them and let them know that we're paying attention we're there for them helps. If you find yourself, again, caught up in a protest or riot, keep to the edge of the crowd where it is safest. Try not to be identified as one of the demonstrators by keeping well away from the leaders or agitators. And the first opportunity, break away and seek refuge in a nearby building if you can, or find a suitable doorway or alley and stay there until the crowd passes. But when leaving the fringe of the demonstration, walk away. Just casually walk away. Don't run as that draws attention to you from either police or the demonstrators it's it's not a good look so try to avoid that you know if you're caught up in a crowd stay clear of glass shop fronts stay on your feet move with the flow if you are swept along in the crush create a safe space for yourself by grasping your wrists and bracing your elbows away from your sides bend over slightly this should allow you breathing room you know push to the ground try to get against a wall and roll yourself into a tight ball or against a car that's parked and cover your head with your hands until the crowd passes remember to keep calm the crowd should sweep past in a short space of time if shooting breaks out drop to the ground and cover your head and neck and lie as flat as you can that's going to be the safest place for you of course if you can get behind a structure if you know where the shooting the direction of the shooting is coming from that's great but don't just stand and look around and have your cell phone out hoping that you can grab video of it um it's just as easily to catch a stray bullet as it is to catch one meant for you so uh, drop down get low cover your head and neck and lie flat if you're trapped in a car during civil unrest never drive through the crowd i know many of us see these videos and we even cheer on these crowds uh, or these cars where the crowds are jumping on their cars and they drive right through but don't drive through the crowd If you find yourself in the path of a crowd, turn down the nearest side road, reverse or turn around, and drive away calmly. If you can't drive away, park the car. Lock it and leave it, taking shelter in a side street or doorway. If you don't have time for that, stop, turn the engine off, lock the doors, remain calm, and be sure not to show hostility or anger. Your first instinct might be to pull out a gun and point it at a bunch of people. That can be problematic. Because if somebody else out there has a gun and they see you point a gun, they might unload right into your car with theirs and claim that you threaten them with a gun. They could have a case as well. So you need to be very mindful of how you respond to a situation And that. Uh, my rule of thumb is that you never pull a gun out unless you intend to shoot it. If you intend to fire that weapon, you pull it out. Otherwise, it is not meant as an implement to simply threat somebody with, threaten somebody with. Um, and that is illegal too. So folks, these all of these things I mentioned today may sound uh, you know, extreme and frightening, and the truth is that they are, but it's our reality now, and we've watched it play out the last several months, often spontaneously popping off as it did in Kenosha. And while some of the things I mentioned might sound like common sense, when was the last time you actually thought about it? I mean, have you ever had a conversation with your kids as detailed as this? Uh, probably not. I haven't. in in all of these aspects, but it's something I'm going to do again the next couple of days with my daughter. Um, It might save your life. It might save their life. If you feel inclined to share this with loved ones, it might save their lives. We are about to enter an extremely tumultuous week. It will be ugly. It will be violent in some cases. It will be destructive, dangerous, and even deadly in some areas. Whether or not you become a victim is largely dependent on how well prepared you are. I mentioned earlier about paying attention to your social media accounts. And that doesn't just pertain to where you're getting information from. It also pertains to your online safety. Over the next few days, you should really pay very close attention to online conversations and dialogue in different forms that you participate in. Not only to determine where there may be problems, but also to take notice of those in your extended circles who might be so unhinged that they would compromise your situation. You want to stay safe, and that's the end of it all. Friends, today is the day to start reviewing the things I talked about, especially with your kids. Today is the day to start getting items you need. Don't be caught in a last minute rush and don't be caught unprepared. That's all I have for today. If you enjoyed the show, I'd be very grateful if you'd take a minute to share it with your friends and family. Subscribe and leave me a review if you'd feel so kind. Uh, And feel free to follow and engage with me on Parler. My handle there is at exposinglibsbs. Friends, it is time for all of us to passionately take action. And we, the people, have a proud history of doing just that. You've been listening to the Federalist Forum. Thank you for your listenership and for your patriotism as we fight together to preserve the founding principles of our constitutional republic. Until next time, sapientia est potentia, wisdom is power.